Welcome to I Like the Way You Work It, a podcast from your friends at Dateline Digital Printing. At Dateline, we care a lot about taking unusually good care of people and helping them do their very best work. This podcast is a gift to the remarkable people we have the honor of serving. And now, I Like the Way You Work It, with your host, Jeff Welch. is up. Welcome to another episode of I Like the Way You Work It. I am Jeff Welch and today I am sharing a conversation with Audrey Ranstead, who is the owner of Bagels and Brew and Baked Alaska Edibles. And we talked about how she's a lifelong Fairbankson and has just had this, always has this drive to be making something and building businesses. And she's she's worked in traditional companies, but has always had some sort of side hustle as well. And uh, so we just talked about that kind of the drive to, to build things. And we talked about the intense glamour, haha, of the entrepreneurial lifestyle and how it's uh, often not nearly as glamorous as it might appear on Instagram. And we talked about how she renews herself when things are crazy and the importance of small businesses to a community. And she is just, she's someone I love talking to as a small business owner, but I think that there is a ton about the way that she talks about her work that is applicable to people who are inside larger, larger organizations as well. So I feel confident you're going to enjoy this episode. And without further ado, Audrey Ranstead. So you were up at 3.30 this morning working? I was up at 3.30 working. The yeah, glamorous was, life of an yes, entrepreneur. Yes, that's right. Yeah. How, how was that? <laughs> Getting up at 3.30? Yeah, or, that sounds um, rough. It, yeah, it is rough. You know, back when I first started my bagel shop, when it was Brugger's, I did mm-hmm. wake up at 3.30 every day for about three years. Oh, wow. Um, so this is so then, flashbacks. Yeah, flashbacks. Um, so I have an excellent crew now. And, um, you know, there's a certain point where you have to give up control yeah. in order yeah. to grow. Sure. Or to have a nice life. And yeah. so... Um, I've given up control and I have a great morning crew and, uh, but there's some of these bigger orders, um, that require my assistance, your direct attention, my yeah. direct attention. Yeah. So it's actually, um, it's kind of fun, you know, yeah. and it, when I walk in in the morning and my morning crew is like, Hey, yeah. <laughs> how's it yeah. going? And, um, it's a whole other vibe too. Sure. Um, and then we have our, um, you know, our super early morning customers that I might have seen back in the day or mm-hmm. like Rocky from Rocky's Heating Service. Yeah. He's been a six o'clock customer since day one. Forever. Yeah. yeah. And so the last couple mornings, you Rocky's like, hey, him. what are you doing? And get to chat with him and stuff. Yeah. So that's fun. That's cool. Yeah. Well, I don't, maybe it's the same for you, but I find that, um, I mean, I used to be in the trenches too. So mm-hmm. when I st- when I started here, I was three to midnight. Mm-hmm. Like I was just a working person. I wasn't. Right. I didn't walk into anything right. majestic. And so as I have moved up, uh, you know, much of my function is administrative now, and I do very little in terms of production. Mm-hmm. But once in a while, they need help, and I go out there, mm-hmm. and it's like the most satisfying thing in the mm-hmm. world because 
a lot of what I do is thinking and planning and there's no immediate gratification. Right. And there's something about, man, I bound a hundred books today. Oh, totally. They're done. Right. It's very satisfying to right. go out there and just be like, I created something. Right. Yeah. Well, and if I'm in the back doing administrative stuff and um, I see that they're really busy out front, you know, I'll go out and I'll cashier, which I'm not good at because <laughs> we have a whole new system now yeah. and they're so much faster at it than I am. Yeah. I'm like, okay, give me a minute, yeah. you know. Um, but I'll make espresso drinks and it's fun because then you're talking with your customers sure. and a lot of them are regular customers yeah. that I don't see all the time. And so they're like, hey, it's good to see you. And so, yeah, it makes well, me feel good. So this wasn't we I generally try to send out some questions to uh -huh. give some framework, to give you some context, that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. This wasn't on it at all. But mm -hmm. this is fascinating. Um, probably because I'm experiencing a lot of the same kind of mm -hmm. stuff. This transition from being heavily involved in operational mm -hmm. things to being a little bit further removed. And so now Ashley is the face mm -hmm. of the organization to yes. most of my customers. Right. I mean, Rhonda and Melinda and all those people mm -hmm. too. But, you know, Ashley is the person who keeps the store running. Mm -hmm. And that used to be me. And it's mm -hmm. an interesting transition to sort of have moved towards incompetence. Where mm -hmm. when I walk out there, a customer needs something from me oh, yeah. and I'm saying, let me check in with somebody else. They were going to have the best information for you. And that right. used to be me, you know. I know, yeah. And even if I go out and I attempt to make sandwiches because I do the recipe cards yeah. and I find myself I'm looking at the recipe cards <laughs> I made that recipe card yeah. but yet I still need to I refer to it and yeah. and then I'm like how many pieces of turkey do we put on yeah. this one yeah so it's yeah it's well fun. but I, I think it's it's good definitely is good because it keeps you aware of the challenges because mm -hmm. I feel like a big part of my job is giving them the tools to, the, mm -hmm. to do their job right they're going to serve the organization and make me able to do what I need to do when they can just handle things. Right. And yeah. so the more that I have some idea what they're doing every single day, the more I That's... can say, hey, is this a problem for you guys? It seems like it would be. Exactly. Yeah. And then they're like, yeah. yeah. Okay, let's fix this. Yeah. Cool. Yep. So I, I, I've, I've known of you for a long time. We've actually just been able to connect in recent months to actually mm -hmm. kind of have some conversations, which I loved. Mm -hmm. um, but how, how long have you been in Fairbanks? I was born and raised you were, here. You've been here forever. Yeah. So, so that's amazing. Yeah. Have you, were you born and raised here? I was born in, I, I don't like to admit it. Uh, Anchorage. I was born oh. in Anchorage. <laughs> but I've been here since I was less than two. Okay. So, so Fairbanks is your it's, hometown. It's a, for, it's a formality. It's a technicality. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fairbanks is definitely my hometown. Mm -hmm. And so I have, uh, through Dateline, have got to see you um, in a number years. of yes. kind of different iterations of serial entrepreneurs, probably yes. the wrong word. Well, but, but that is true. You definitely have a history of starting businesses and, and kind of building things. Yes. And um, I like what, what about that is, is interesting, mm -hmm. exciting for you? I have lots of ideas. Mm -hmm. um, well... So I went to school here and I went to UAF and I uh, received my bachelor's in business because I'm just naturally inclined. Mm -hmm. I have a business mind and I like figuring things out. Um, and so then I immediately started working. I worked for Doyon. I worked for Ten Not Chiefs. And I always liked my jobs, but I always, I always like had a side mm -hmm. job which was my own business, whether it was the espresso cart at the lobby of the Tana Cheese building or just other little things. And that felt more comfortable to me. Mm -hmm. um, so it was just, and I 
don't really operate under a lot of structure. Mm-hmm. I don't operate well under a lot of structure. I I actually operate better kind of with a little bit of chaos mm-hmm. and stuff. <laughs> um, so there's my my manager calling <laughs> me, but Your I'll phone let is I'll, lighting up, I'll yeah. let here I'll I'll let her text me or I'll text her back. Um, so um, let's see. So as I was just. Um, Kind of, I and I always had management positions in all of my jobs, mm-hmm. and um, so then when I so then it was kind of like fifty fifty. I was working full time and had another business that it was more than just part time. Yeah. And then when I got to a certain point, you know, I kind of took that leap mm-hmm. and that's when I, I started Brugger's because I was working for Eliesque at the time mm-hmm. and I was making good money and I could have stayed there yeah. and they wanted me to stay there and um, I'm like but I really want to yeah. I think Fairbanks needs a really good bagel shop you know and a lot of it was just kind of funny because I would tell them and they just look at me like <laughs> Okay, you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's that's a corporate environment. The mm-hmm. I, the entrepreneurial kind of spirit maybe yeah. is, is lost a little bit mm-hmm. there. Yeah, yeah. And so I just I dove right in, and I mean, and it was definitely hard, yeah. you know, because I'm like, oh my god, what did I do? And um, but it's something that just feels more comfortable yeah. to me, even though it's hard. It just feels more comfortable. Yeah. And then, like I said, I just have these always have ideas and just kind of keep trying new things and um that it kind of seems normal to me and when i get feedback from people or like how do you do it or whatever i look at them like you're crazy like why would i do this so yeah that's me and my wife Mm -hmm. i i i had an epiphany sometime i i feel like i'm a late bloomer in general and maybe i just figure things out late Mm -hmm. but at some point after uh, writing all sorts of stuff for the internet and, you know, posting videos, all this stuff, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm doing all this. I looked at my wife and I said, wait a minute, am I weird? Yeah. <laughs> and she says, yes, you're weird. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh, oh right. it just seems normal to me. Yeah. But yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. It's not a thing that regular people just gravitate right. towards. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I think it's so cool. That's I, probably I why we understand it. each yes, other I and think, you get it. I think it. so. Um, and so I think to the outside world, it can look a little glamorous. It's like it's mm-hmm. you take this risk and you do this right. thing and you have you, you get to make all your own decisions. And it's all the stuff that is kind of wonderful, but it's maybe not as glamorous as it looks. Yeah, it's not. Glamorous. How's that for you? Like it's not glamorous at all. Yeah. And, you know, especially like with my bagel shop, I mean, I'm. If you don't see me up front, I'm doing administrative stuff or I'm washing dishes. I'm like Mm -hmm. I'm trying to keep my staff as best equipped as possible. So I'm I'm sweeping floors. I'm taking garbage out, you know, Um, which it's not things I I I like to do that, but it's definitely not glamorous. Yeah, it's it's not. yeah, I, I know you've been traveling recently for some work mm-hmm. projects, mm-hmm. and it's like that looks. Oh wow, traveling yeah. for work! And all, right. But that is, you know, a tiny fraction, very often of what it really is like. And it is fun, and so you know, and I post pictures, of course, on mm-hmm. Facebook, and my friends are, oh my god, it's grueling. Yeah. Yes, there are moments when it is fun and stuff, but it's, um, you know, 
getting on that 6 a.m. flight, mm-hmm. getting to the airport at 4. Yeah, yeah. That means you have to get up at 3. Yeah. And then getting back home at midnight, you know, yeah. and you're just exhausted and stuff. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like I said, that's what I do and that yeah. feels comfortable. It's not glamorous. Yeah. That's just, that's my job. Yeah, your, your head hits the pillow at the end of a day like that yeah. and you think, I have the best job in the world. <laughs> yes. I'm so tired. I'm but so man, tired. I have the right. best job in the world. Right. Yeah. I tell my wife that the uh, the the cool part about owning your own business is that you get to make all your own decisions. There's no one that's going to tell you what you have mm-hmm. to do. And that's also the worst part of owning your own business right. is that there's no one to tell you what to do. And when right. you're confronted with something that you don't know what the answer is, there's no one over your shoulder that's going to say, here's what right. you need to do. And you got to figure it out. Yeah. And that's one of my skills is yeah. I figure stuff out. Mm-hmm. I'm not the smartest person in the world. I don't know everything, but I figure stuff yeah. out. Do you think that you have a, a, the sort of innate ability to be decisive? Um, yes. Yeah. That I think is one of the challenges I have mm-hmm. is that, I mean, that's basically you as the CEO, as the person in charge. It's your job to make decisions. Right. And I'm good at lots of decisions, but not all of them. <laughs> right. And well, and what I do is when you have to make a fast decision, mm-hmm. you, you got to make, you know, I do that. But then I I, I uh, internalize it mm-hmm. and I work it through and then I will come back the next day. I'm like, okay. Yeah. That decision got us through this particular yeah. issue, but this is how we're going to do it from now on. Mm-hmm. And I, I like think it out and you got to think outside of the box. Um, you know, yeah. so, and that's, that's one of my skills. And one of my friends calls me the fixer and she nice. bought me a bag that says the fixer. She's like, you're the fixer. Is it a body bag? Because that sounds like <laughs> what a fixer might be. Right. But no, I, I, I get it. I get right. it. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That, that, that must be, uh, that's a good reputation to have. Mm-hmm. Um, anyone who's listening who has this inclination to start a business, they're thinking, yeah, I'm, I'm working my regular job, but I really want to do this. You got any advice, any ways to maybe get into it easily? Oh, or- well, I would say, are you willing to work for free? Mm-hmm. And how long can you work for free? Mm-hmm. Because you don't start making money right away in anything yeah you know um and you know and then so you have to have resources because are you gonna if you're gonna do a startup you might not get paid for six months do you have enough resources to get you through yeah um and a lot of times you start a business doing something that you really enjoy but then you you end up, well, in order to grow, you have to have employees. Mm-hmm. Do you know how to manage people? Um, yeah. Then you have to do all that administrative stuff. Um, so you're not really, you end up kind of not doing yeah. what you set out to do. Um, are you willing to do that? Yeah. Um, you know, and the good thing, because I do get a lot of um, people who do think being an entrepreneur, owning your own business is glamorous. But it's like if you have a job and you're doing what you like to do, there's a lot of um, glamour and beauty in that mm-hmm. because you get to do that one thing yeah. and you don't have to worry about 
you know, the human resources part of it, the accounting part of it, you get to focus on that one thing. Like if you're an architect or an engineer yeah. or a nurse or whatever, and you get a paycheck every mm -hmm. two weeks. Yeah. Like having like a job, that's, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's a good thing. Yeah. And if you're lucky enough to, you know, uh, find what you like to do, you know, and get paid. Um, mm -hmm. So being an entrepreneur, on the other hand, is, I mean, it's a risk. You might not get paid, um, you know. Do you, you know yeah, what I'm oh, saying? Absolutely. I, There's the, the classic uh, tale of the graphic designer, the person who loves design and really wants to become a graphic designer, mm -hmm. only to start their own business and spend 75% of their time trying to find clients, doing the bookkeeping, all this stuff, right. and only a fraction of their time actually doing the thing they Ex intended to do. Right? Exactly. Yeah, if, right. If you can be a graphic designer for someone else, all you have to do is design. And yeah. get paid. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's not a bad gig either. It's, yeah. So you really have to love the process you really have to love right. the idea of figuring things out the idea right. of starting something and right. not necessarily just the activity you want to right. be involved in yeah yeah my daughter uh, she wants to be an architect but she wants to work for someone else she's like i want to be she's, part of so like she's a smart girl is it a, is it a firm dad is it a firm i want to be part of a firm right because i don't want to have to i want to get paid every two weeks i don't want to have to wait she's already how old is she <laughs> she's 12 she's figured it out well, and, and so we have these conversations mm -hmm. about you know like yeah it's fantastic when it works it's great mm -hmm. but you know right not every one of one every business idea works and right. even the good ones sometimes don't work for lots of reasons that aren't even your fault but. right uh, how do you take care of yourself? Uh, you can't work three to midnight okay. every day. Right. And <laughs> so I used to pride myself. I only needed five hours of sleep. Mm -hmm. And anybody that needed more than that, I'm like, oh, my God, Weakness. what's wrong with you? You're weak. Um, so now I make sure I get sleep. Like, mm -hmm. that's the main thing. Um, then, you know, you have to eat healthy. You have to be healthy, mm -hmm. you know, Um work out I go through periods where I do do more of a harder workout or I join classes but I walk every day I walk mm -hmm. my dogs every day we do like a three mile walk um, mm -hmm. I think that's important drinking lots of water is important yeah. like you physically have to feel good because mm -hmm. you have to have the stamina and like I'm on my feet all day I'm literally running from one thing to another yeah um, so you know taking care of yourself and um, being in tune, I take vitamins now. <laughs> like mm -hmm. I, I never, mm -hmm. I don't need vitamins, you know. And so I take my vitamins. Um, you know, I just I take care of myself, and so that I can go. Yeah. I mean, because and like with me personally, I mean, I definitely can pull twelve, sixteen-hour days. You know, maybe three or four days in a row, mm -hmm. but. I need to schedule that rest time and yeah. I catch up on my sleep bank. I kind of recoup and like, cause I don't, I work pretty much seven days a week. Mm -hmm. I don't work super hard seven days a week, but my bagel shop is open seven days a week. Um, so I'm in there. Even if I just go in to check in, I'm going in to check in yeah. and then I'm doing stuff at home too on the computer sure. or whatever, or it's always, I get phone calls. So you always have to be, like on top of it, yeah. you know, to answer questions, um, things like that. But, um, but definitely I'm trying to, you know, get like 
good sleep. Mm-hmm. You know, now that I'm in the last part of my life, <laughs> I, you know what I mean? And that's like, sounds horrible. <laughs> but it once sounds, you reach yeah. 50, you know what yeah. I mean? You have a different perspective on things. And um, yeah, so taking care and I've always taken care of myself mm-hmm. and now I kind of even like I'm the most important person in the world to me mm-hmm. you know what I mean um, do you do you f- are you good with boundaries so I mean like it, it can be a very always on kind of gig mm-hmm. right um, are you good at having time and space where you say I'm not gonna I'm not gonna look at my phone I'm not gonna like engage in that kind of stuff yes. because the challenge is I can work from anywhere Right. But I also need to know when to not work from anywhere so I stay right. sane, right? Yes. Yeah. So I definitely <clears throat> now days I do. Mm-hmm. Like I take time for myself. Like going on my walks, I leave my phone at home, yeah. you know, because that 45 minutes, that's my time and with my dogs. Yeah. And um, a lot of times I find myself, you know, now I'm running two businesses I go home and I make dinner or whatever and I'm standing up at my island mm-hmm. and I might be looking at my phone and I have the news on mm-hmm. and then I consci- I'm like, oh my gosh, like turn the phone off, yeah. sit down. Like you have to sit down. <laughs> I have to remind myself, you need to sit down uh-huh. for a minute. Um, yeah. So definitely I'm more, I don't, I'm conscious of it and I, you know, I have to just tell myself, okay. Yeah. Well, and everyone has their own like proportion and their own mm-hmm. uh, rhythm, and, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and definitely I'm a little bit, uh, I'm a multitasker. I, ha- I do have a lot of stamina or especially if there's an emergency or whatever. I mean, I can react quickly. Mm-hmm. I can get in there and tell the problem is fixed or whatever. Yeah. Um, or if, you know, we get a, big call for a big catering order you know they call me hey can we do this yes yeah. <laughs> i will be there yeah. in 15 minutes yeah or yeah you need me to be there at three in the morning yeah i can do that yeah. you know so the, or the the classic entrepreneurial yes is yes and then while i'm driving in i'll figure out how we're gonna do it exactly you, you right. agree to it and then you figure out right how are we gonna, gonna make this work and, but we're gonna make it work <laughs> we're gonna figure it out yeah. but how is it gonna go yeah uh, how, what do you think that the um, the role of small business in our in our community is like? What do you think that the value of having small businesses is? Well, I think there's a huge value, but I think the world is changing and it's mm-hmm. changing fast. Sure, you know, with everything's online, mm-hmm. you can order anything online, and even our business, we started online ordering a couple years ago. Um, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, people like to order online. Like the market conditions are changing mm-hmm. and you have to keep up with those changes. You know, you get that face to face. I pay my, like my manager and my baker and my core people. They're my full-time people are making a livable wage. Mm-hmm. They, they've worked for me um, for eight years or more. So you know, my customers that come in, that familiar face that they see, um, you know, I think there's a lot of value in that. Knowing customers' names, keeping up with their families. I mean, I've owned my bagel shop for 13 years now. And, um, you know, we've seen a lot of families grow. 
We've seen, uh, we have a lot of military people. We've seen them move. We've seen them come back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that familiarity, um, you know, that one-on-one, that people connection, yeah. you know, that's a big deal. Yeah. And we have a great, um, a great customer base. So our customers that come in every single day for years and years and years, we know what their order is. Mm-hmm. They, like there's a comfort in that. You know, we are their breakfast that yeah. we, we're the first people they see, mm-hmm. you know, and um, I think that's comforting for people. The same with the lunch crowd. They it's consistency, seeing a familiar face, yeah. having that exchange. Hey, how was your kid's volleyball game? Yeah. How was that tournament, that hockey tournament that you went down to in Anchorage, yeah. you know? So, you know, I, that's important. I, I, I completely agree. And like in a small community like Fairbanks, um, you know, that's why I live here and I've stayed here. I, I, it's a community feeling. Yeah. You know, even in Anchorage, I mean, it's not that big of a city compared to other cities in the United States, but you don't. It's still really, different. It's different. Yeah, it's very different. Yeah. And when you're, um, you know, and when you see your customers or your friends, you know, you see them at Fred Myers, you see them at hockey games, you see it, you know, mm-hmm. if you live in a community like this, there's reasons why you, you live in a community sure. like yeah. this. Agreed. So you have, you have another business that you're involved in. Yes. Uh, legalizing marijuana has opened <laughs> up a new market. Yes, And you kind of jump directly into that. So that's Baked Alaska Edibles. Yes. And, um, Tell me about some of the challenges with that. So there are going to be some people who are listening to this who are like, yay, we're glad marijuana is legal. And other people who are crossing their arms saying, I don't know about this. Right. The point of this conversation is it is legal. Yes. You have a perfectly legal business. Yes. And have- yet there's there's some controversy maybe around some of that. So h- how has that worked for you in terms of moving into that arena? When it came up for vote in Alaska and it passed, I had already... I had already educated myself as much as I could about marijuana, and I thought, I want to get into this business. Mm-hmm. Um, and so so I decided to pursue getting my, li- my manufacturing license, um, and it's not an easy license to get. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's very regulated. It's a whole other ball game. Yeah. Um, and so I've enjoyed the process so far. Um, it's, there's still some stigma, sure. a lot of stigma yeah. associated with it. However, I'm in the industry now. We got licensed in December of 2018. So we're still a new startup company. Mm-hmm. Um, so of course, now, I mean, a lot of the stigma has gone away, so it definitely is more acceptable, mm-hmm. and people talk about it. When I was talking about, I'm going to apply for my license, you know, when I was talking about 2014, yeah. everybody was whispering. <laughs> and even <laughs> if I'm talking to people at my bagel shop, we're kind of whispering yeah. about it because um, it's been illegal for sure. so long. And um, But now we talk freely about it. Um, because the market has grown a lot, especially in Alaska. We have over 100 retail stores in the state. I'm not quite sure how many. Um, Several manufacturers. I'm one of um, 
maybe 10. Mm -hmm. It's interesting being in the industry because that's one of that's my job now and so I'm meeting with retailers. I'm I'm selling mm -hmm. you know what we have to sell to retailers, talking with customers, talking with cultivators. So it's like a normal dialogue yeah. for me now. Yeah. Um but then I have very good friends who ask me and family members, Oh, how's the marijuana business yeah, yeah, going? Yeah. And it, so it's it's still, you know, you kind of have to bounce between the sure. two, doing business as usual yeah. and, you know, getting on the phone and talking marijuana business and then talking with your friends and answering a lot of questions. Yeah. The bagel business is definitely more of a service-oriented business mm -hmm. where the edibles business is more uh, product-based. Yeah. So, so with, what's that What's that like? Okay. So... Yeah. With my bagel shop, I'm retail. Mm -hmm. With my baked Alaska edibles, I'm wholesale. wholesale. I've known the retail side of business. That's what I know. Yeah. I did not know anything about the wholesale business, just in general, yeah. but I figured it out. Yeah. And it's something that I wanted to do, um, whether I'm wholesaling, you know, whatever. whatever yeah. It just happens to be marijuana or THV infused edibles. Mm -hmm. So then that adds another layer of complexities to things. But so bouncing between retail and wholesale has been a challenge. But like I told you, I tend to work and function better mm -hmm. when there's a little Some bit of chaos because um, it kind of keeps me going. Yeah. So I definitely, there's been a huge learning curve with the wholesale. Mm -hmm. Um, because with retail, yes, you advertise your business and your customers come in because they already, obviously, they're looking for your product or your yeah. service. With wholesale, it's making phone calls, sending out emails, getting a lot of no's. Yeah. We, we, oh, we don't need your products. You're you have trying to get your product into, in, a, into retailer, a retailer. Right? Yeah, okay. And so... Um, so it's been difficult, definitely. And yeah. like I'm on the other side of the fence now and I'm yeah. like, oh. But I take what I know from the retail side. Yeah. I know how I need a wholesaler to approach me. Yeah. And so I've been using that in um my wholesale business. And so that definitely yeah, that helps. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. So um but yeah, it's definitely in a single day, you know, I usually start out at my bagel shop and then I go over to my, um, my baked Alaska business. So just, and yeah. then, and then going back and forth throughout the day. Sure. So it's definitely switching your mind and the way you think in the way you fix things or deal with things. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. And yeah, it is interesting being in the whole wholesale part of things because yeah. you got to make cold calls and, you gotta have thick skin. I mean, mm -hmm. you gotta you gotta take the nose. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of nose. There's I, I, a lot of no responses. We can send out fifty yeah. emails. Hey, you know, look at what a product we just launched. You know, and this is a great product. Look at the way we package it. Look at the way we mark. And the way you know it's crickets. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. and but then out of the blue, and it, with wholesaling, you you kind of have to you have to you don't just get no. And then shut that door. You you just you keep knocking on that door. Yeah. Yeah. Because and 
So like, you know, a couple months down the line, we'll get a call from a retailer that we haven't heard from. Sure. Hey, I was looking at your email that you sent me two months ago. Can you tell me about, you know, that it's like, oh, you know, yeah, I can. So, um, yeah, definitely, you know, it definitely has challenges and you just really, you got to just keep going Mm -hmm. and um, not get your feelings hurt. I appreciate the the contributions you make to this community with the hard work you're doing. Well, so. thank you. I appreciate you guys because you know I've had lots of things uh, printed here, and you guys have helped me out, or you you help me figure out my like this is what I need. Yeah. How do I? What do you guys do that can help me fix? To, yeah, to get where we need get to go. where yeah. I need to go. Yeah. I know you had a project that you were working on when you came in this morning. And so I, I said, though, this is dicey. If, if we've made a mistake, this, this interview could go very badly. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so I'm, I'm yeah. glad everything is working yes. smoothly. Yes, yeah. it's working smoothly. <laughs> well, thank you so much for taking the yeah, time. Yeah, well, thank in. you. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to The Spark, our weekly email for people who want to do their very best work. All the details are at datelinedigital.com forward slash spark. <laughs>